So Suraj and I have been running this course now for three weeks and we were asked this question by one of the participants. They asked, I find self-doubt helps me to take more care, for example, in doing something important. Have I misunderstood what you meant about self-doubt? This podcast may challenge your beliefs about well-being. Hi, we are Rani and Suraj, a husband and wife team, psychiatrists, authors and well-being coaches. We guide heart-centered entrepreneurs and professionals to their true well-being. We bring our mental health and coaching experience and understanding of Eastern spirituality into our conversations every week. So, if you are excited to embrace clarity, fun and ease in your life, relationships and business, stay tuned. Welcome to the Listening into Wellbeing podcast. So today we wanted to talk about the flip side of self-doubt. In other words, is self-doubt all bad? We all have experienced self-doubt, right? At some point in our lives. And it's something we have come to fear almost. And as you grow older, I think you get more and more self-doubt. Or suddenly it seems to be that way. Because as you grow older, you tend to accumulate more experiences where you have successes and and things that have not gone your way. Setbacks and failures. Disappointments, mm. relationship breakdowns, losses and whatnot. Then this doubt develops about our own self. Take on a sense of blame, holding ourselves responsible for some of those things not going our way. And maybe beginning to see ourselves as... Not good enough. That's a, it is a very common uh, core belief. When we say core, is like one of the beliefs that people find very hard to part with for whatever reason. And I can relate to that. Uh, in my younger years, when I was always feeling less able than everyone else, somehow I thought everyone else was better than me. Everyone else had much more confidence than myself. So it's funny when you think about it, there's this self-doubt and how it grows on you and it creeps up on you. Most of the time we go about life believing that's who we are and then we have more doubts. The interesting bit is we have come to see self-doubt as something negative like or something to overcome. So if someone has self-doubt, we say, oh, maybe you need to work on it. Maybe you go for some coaching or some counseling or for some therapy. Similarly with confidence and self-esteem. So this question by our participant that they find self-doubt actually helpful is a very interesting one because it's a shift in perspective. What I heard them saying is that had it not been for them posing and doubting themselves and the decisions, they would have perhaps taken some very, made some unwise moves. And it's something that seems to develop from the very time you go into school when you're quite young, you somehow get compared to people in your class. Yeah, so for example, in again, in the work situation, a job situation, when you are competing with your colleagues for a promotion, for example, and then again, you find the self-doubt creep in. I think we are just um, laying it all out, how it might play and show up in people's life. But one thing is for sure, it is impossible to have 100% self-confidence all of the time. And I really want us to pause and reflect on this, because in a way, we can fake it until we make it. And we can pretend to be self-confident and we can take courses to boost our self-confidence and have less self-doubt. 
But the thing is that we can fake it, but for how long? And invariably, and for sure, we are going to experience situations where we feel at a loss and we doubt ourselves. And what we are actually saying is maybe self-doubt is not all bad. And maybe there's really something good in that, in the sense that when we doubt us as in a person, and we do not take ourselves just to be the person that we have believed all our lives, maybe that will open up new doors, new opportunities to really learn who we truly are if we are simply not that person. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. The word self-doubt, if you turn it around, it is doubting the self, which we are saying is not altogether bad. It may be a good thing. And when we're talking about that self, we're talking about the person. Yeah. And actually, as a person, we have no choice because, you know, we will have self-doubt. So the person, in other words, will continue to have self-doubt. And that's how it is going to be. I think real change in anyone's understanding of who they truly are seems to start from that position of beginning to question or doubt that which is transient, i.e. the self. So doubting the self has its benefits, as we're trying to point out, that jolts you out of sleep to explore who or what you truly are. The self is clearly not happy in that state. So if we are completely happy with our self-confidence, we have no issue whatsoever, we never doubt ourselves, you're saying that maybe there's something wrong there because maybe we are in denial of some kind. We are saying that we are so perfect as a person. The more authentic we are, the more we know that actually, you know, I do have my moments of self-doubt and I know that that's coming from the insecure part of me. Mm. And there's nothing wrong. But when we acknowledge that it's okay to have self-doubt, that we can't be confident all the time. All we are doing is we are getting curious about the fact that who we think we are, that is the person who self-doubts from time to time, maybe that's not actually who we truly are. And that itself might lead to a self-inquiry of some kind, a, a process of looking inwards and see what we are not seeing clearly. Important understanding to share as well is if you're doubting the self, that's an indication in itself that the self is less than whole, the self is less than complete. It cannot be the source of your true well-being. So doubting the self is doubting the existence of the person, doubting the I, doubting that sense of personhood, the ego mind and the body mind. And I think that's a good thing. And that's what is going to prompt us to turn inward, to go deeper into who we truly are. And, and begin to look in a new direction. Mm. And I think that's the beginning of something really special in most people's lives. So if we use self-doubt as a cue to chip away the layers of conditioning or beliefs about who we are, then like you say, that we will begin to see new perspectives and we might realize, actually, all this time I grew up, I really thought who I really was, is this person with all the stories and baggage and roles and likes and dislikes. But I now get the sense that and there's so much more to me. And in other words, can our true essence have self-doubt? Or is it just the personal self that can ever have self-doubt? 
So we'll leave you with that intriguing question until we see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you've enjoyed it, please feel free to share it using the social media buttons on this page. We'd also be very grateful if you could rate, review and subscribe to Listening into Wellbeing. Your reviews help us reach and connect with more listeners like yourself. Remember, true well-being is always innate and constant.